Well, we're back with another episode of Unplugged. This time, I have a first-time guest with us here. Hello, Katie. How are you doing? Hey, Jacob. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. But for uh, folks who don't know, we have Katie Woodle. She is our Senior VP and Chief Financial Officer. She is joining us today to talk all things money and costs. And I think that's a common topic right now around the country. I think uh, unless you're living under a rock, you're pretty familiar with everything uh, going up in costs. And I guess that's how we'll jump into this podcast first. Inflation's been, you know, it's been all over the news, pretty much everywhere. But when did we start seeing that from a Blue Ridge perspective, start hitting us on the things that we were buying? Absolutely. Well, you know, as far as COVID impacts of cost, we saw it, of course, early on, just like we all saw at home, you know, cleaning supplies even and paper products. But as far as the inflation impact, probably over the last several months, six months or so that we've really seen a lot of that impact. And when you look at March and see an inflation rate of 8.5 percent, the highest we've seen since the 80s before I was born, you know. (laughs) Um, So um, certainly we haven't, I haven't seen that in my career. And um, many others, you know, at Blue Ridge, you know, they may remember a little bit, some of our longstanding, but it's it's just unprecedented um, here in, you know, the, the more recent past that we've just not seen those type of inflationary impacts to cost. But we're all feeling it, whether it be personally or in our businesses and things. So um, it's a good thing that Blue Ridge that we've tried to plan ahead and be in, uh, you know, a financially secure um situation to where we you know you can't ever plan for things like this that have happened worldwide but um to be physically sound is very important as we go into something like this and speaking of blue ridge and you're talking about the last six months or so where are we seeing that hit us the hardest where is that making the biggest impact with inflation you know there are, we have tons of supplies that we need to serve our membership and um, maintain reliable electric energy flowing. So within that, you know, I think about things like transformers, wires, poles, all the different materials we need to just keep and maintain our lines. And it's hitting all of those aspects, but also just fuel for our mm. for our fleet to get out there and serve our membership. Um, and speaking of fleet, transportation cost, you know, and it's not only the cost, but it's the delays. And so, um, you know, we've had some trucks on order for well over a year that we just cannot get. So we're, we're putting more miles on some older vehicles and that we are up for replacement. So, you know, um, the good news is that we have always tried to maintain, uh, you know, a fleet that is current and that we don't put it put something on the road for way too long and then end up in major repairs. So that's put us in a good setting to be able to have even, you know, some of the ones that were up for um, retirement to not, you know, we're not yeah. limping yet, but um, and we've tried to plan ahead and order quicker than we would on all materials, including our fleet. You know, we're doing everything we can to deal with, you know, new challenges, being strategic. And uh, so I, I think that we're seeing it in a lot of different aspects. But I would say from the materials that we use every day, you know, the one other good news thing that I would say from a cooperative basis is that we buy from a, a large purchase, purchasing group that's also a cooperative in the state of North Carolina called TEMA. And so they saw some of this coming and they ordered up, you know, just like we've tried to order up on inventory in the early days of seeing shortages. And so, so far, you know, we've we've not had an issue 
Um, obviously we are waiting on some things, you know, for upgrades and things like that. But as far as just normal repairs and maintenance, we've not run into an issue at this point to not provide the reliable electricity that our members expect. And so speaking of TEMA, you know, that's a, a large organization that has a lot of buying power for all the cooperatives in the state of North Carolina. So that has helped to be a part of that group to not only keep costs down, but have that buying power to, you know, get things quicker than we would if we were just buying on our own. So that's important. And then the nature of cooperatives is, you know, one of the principles of being a cooperative is working together and cooperating with each other. And so having a sister cooperative down the road and say, we need a transformer of a certain size and they've got it on their shelf, we can call them up and say, hey, and the next time they need something, they can call us up. So that's a really unique um, approach that we're able to meet some of the needs we've had in this trying time. But again, um, you know, we, we planned ahead as much as possible, um, but we've certainly not been immune to the to the impacts that we're seeing that all businesses are seeing. You know. Well, I think you touched on an important point. You know, we always talk about the cooperative advantage or the cooperative difference and what it means to be part of a cooperative. It really is an advantage to members to be able to have a cooperative that can tap into so many different resources and so much help around the state. And we all do that for each other. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things about being a cooperative. But uh, one of the hard things about being a utility is that this is inflation. It's, you know, some people can say, well, it's hitting us in certain areas, but not everywhere. But I mean, for us to run a utility of this size, I mean, it, it pretty much everything is impacting us, right? I that's mean, there's right. really yeah. um, nothing at this point that's not. Um, grid resilience and reliability are some of the most important qualities though, that we can offer as a utility. Uh, how has that been impacted specifically plant costs um, with inflation? I know that's been a big deal. Yeah, certainly, you know, um, and over the years we talk about gold plating a system. I mean, we could spend a lot of member money to gold plate the system and say, you will never have an outage. You know, we could right. just, you know, go underground with everything, for example, or, you know, a lot of different scenarios. Um, but we weigh that out and balance it with the cost of doing so. And so in this time when we have high rising cost, you know, we have to weigh it out every day of what we're spending to then provide that reliable electricity. And so right now, you know, we're top in the country, really, when you look at our statistics on reliability. And so we want to maintain that, but again, keep things affordable for our members. So, um, yeah, it's certainly a challenge, but I think the fact that we, what we've done to keep our um, grid, our lines, you know, from a right-of-way perspective, from, you know, a security perspective, um, the things that we have done and planned ahead over the many, many years to put us in that top quartile and that top in the nation and our reliability have really set us up again for combating issues like we're seeing now with rising costs. So we're not, you know, in a situation where we've got, you know, old utility lines or old um, equipment out there. We have kept it up to date. And so we're not having to have large replacements right now in a rising cost environment. So, I mean, obviously we're always upgrading and things. And so the cost is impacting us, but I think the fact that we have kept plant, you know, at the correct useful life and um, continue to maintain that has helped us to not have as big of an impact. If you had a system that was not as um, up to date as ours is. That's a really important point. That's something we haven't touched on probably in any podcast 
specific to reliability, you know, it's a constant process. I mean, you have to keep track of the equipment you're using and making sure that you're cycling that out at mm-hmm. the correct time because it's that one failure that could mm-hmm. cost a lot of different things or cost something else to fail on top of that. So, Katie, what are some ways that Blue Ridge is specifically trying to save money for members or looking out for their members? What are some things that we do, um, I guess, from your point of view to really help out? Certainly, that's always the case. You know, we're a cooperative. We're here for the members. We're owned by the members. And we're a nonprofit organization on top of that. And so we're always looking at our cost structure. Um, uh, So not only in these times of high cost, but we've been doing it for years. In fact, um, I'm sure many of the listeners are familiar with our WorkSmart program. And all employees um, across the system are always looking at, hey, I'm, the way I do this, you know, maybe I could do it better and save some time, productivity savings. Or, you know, this vendor, let me talk to them about what we're buying from them and are there ways we can save. So um, it's not just in the finance group. But we do that as an employee body because I can't know, you know, everything that's going on across the system right. with every single vendor or every single process. So it's wonderful that we have that program and have been doing that for many, many years. And so, um, you know, it's a huge savings that we've um, implemented. So that program has been something we've done for a long time to save members money. I mean, again, a lot you can think of a lot of different simple processes that we do and somebody that's doing it every day says wait you know I could do this better and so we've had a lot of those type of ideas and a lot of savings from that on top of that Jacob we've been creative and innovative and in going into our subsidiary businesses and so that's been a big savings to members because we're able to share cost with those different companies Blue Ridge Energies LLC our propane and fuels business as well as Ridgelink. And so while they're also providing great services to the members and to the communities that we serve through propane and fuels and through um, broadband internet service, cell towers, and all the different things that those businesses do uniquely, you know, to them, but they're also sharing cost and taking it out of the rate base for membership and putting it into a for-profit business. Um, And so that's been a big savings. And then, of course, all the income from each of those companies comes to the bottom line for the cooperative and then gets returned back to the membership um, through savings and through even capital credit. So there's, you know, some innovative ways that we're working to um, every day combat rising cost. And it's it's ever so more important in this time that we're living in. Um, And then. You know, I, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about our power supply contract with Duke Energy and what we've done there and, um, you know, working through that contract to make sure that we have the best deal possible in Northwest North Carolina. And we've saved a lot of money over the years that we've had that contract um, with Duke Energy in the way that we structure that deal and that we work on that um, constant contract negotiation with them. Um, we've seen that in the givebacks that we've done recently, and I know you've talked about probably even on this show, um, the the member WPCA givebacks, wholesale power cost adjustment. I think everybody's been excited about that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we gave back six million dollars last August from having savings from that contract, and so um, and certainly we are going to see rising cost from power, but we feel like we have the best deal right now that we could have, and we're sharing any savings we have from that with our membership. Um, obviously energy prices are going up and I'm watching that very closely and looking and modeling of what that means to our members. But I'm glad that we've been able to share the savings that we've seen and not had a rate increase, you know, from these innovative 
things we've done with cost as well as from that contract with power cost we've not had a rate increase since late 2013 and now you know um, we're looking at a rising cost environment but again we came into it um, with a very um, financially financially secure company and so that makes me feel better as we look at these trying times and hopefully these costs will come down eventually. Uh, we, we can hope, right? Yes. Um, but Katie Woodle, thank you for joining us today on the podcast. I think that was a good subject and something to talk about, something we haven't covered on the podcast before and something that's all in the news. So we better jump on it too and talk about it as well. But thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks, Jacob. <laughs>